And welcome to Ray Mahuvim. This is Rabbi Yitz Greenfield, MS Marriage and Family Therapy. I'm so happy you're joining me today on JRootRadio.com. For those of you who are new listeners, here's the intro. Here's what we do. We try to learn and develop new skills and tools to renew and strengthen the connection that you have with your spouse. We do this not only from a social science perspective, but what we do is we use the Torah as our guide and source of navigation. Ladies and gentlemen, I am really excited about this show. I know I always say that, but this time I have to tell you this is one of my most most exciting, exciting feelings before a show. And the reason I say this is because we have here a guest, my dear friend, my relative, none other than a guest from Yerushalayim who actually came here. I, I actually schlepped him in here to the J-Root Studios. I'm like, Rabbi Goldman, you got to come here. You're going to have to talk a little bit on the radio. He's like, Are you? I'm like, yes, you have to because I, I glean, literally glean from all his Torah content. This is Rabbi Effie Goldman, who's a prestigious Magad Shir in Yeshiva Nevei Tzion in Yerushalayim. Rabbi Goldman, welcome to J-Root. <coughs> Thank you. Okay, what we're going to be doing today, <coughs> excuse me, what we're going to be doing today, we're going to be talking about a very high, I call it a hotbed subject. It's a hotbed subject, you know, this show, it's a Shalom Bayes show. We speak about, you know, we speak about different skills and tools and how to like integrate Shalom Bayes into your house. One of, the, one of the complaints that I get from a lot of the couples that I see the pattern, you know, I always talk to my, my audience, I'm like, let's talk about the patterns that I'm seeing, okay. One of the patterns that I always see, doesn't make a difference, whether it's a man, whether it's a woman, are the complaints is, she doesn't appreciate what I do. Or, he'll, she'll say, he doesn't appreciate what I do. Like, he can ask me, he's sitting there at the dinner table, and, and I, I just, I, 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 it's, it's the summer, the air conditioner broke, and I, I'm, I'm like boiling in the kitchen, making him his favorite steak, and he's like, he takes the steak out, and all he has to say is, uh, what happened to the green beans? What happened to the green beans? Are you serious? Like, oh, you cannot think about anything but the green beans? You know what that means? That means you can't think about anything but yourself. That's the problem. You can't think about anything but yourself. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to focus, and I, I want to tell you, on, 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 on a piece of Shalom Bayes, I have to tell you, if you do not have this in your home, there is no Shalom Bayes in your home. I, I'm, I'm saying it very clear. You don't have this, you don't have Shalom Bayes. What am I talking about? I'm talking about Hakaras Hatov. Hakaras Hatov, those of you who don't know, it means recognizing the good in someone else, appreciation, verbalizing that appreciation. You don't just say, oh, thank you, thank you. Th- thank you you say when someone opens the door for you. Thank you, you say, when someone like, you know, someone gives you, oh, thank you. I'm talking about thank you. This is beyond thank you. What I'm talking about is Hakar Satov, mean, a deep appreciation, just really like, wow, I really appreciate that. They made, that made a really big difference in my life, what you did today. The fact that you cooked, the fact that you came on time, the fact that you left me money in the morning, whatever it is, I really, really appreciate it. And today we're going to be focusing on Hakar Satov. Um, I, I, I gave him a little heads up, Rabbi Goldman, that we're going to be talking about Akar Satov, and we're going to, I'm going to take this subject, and we're going to dissect it and literally do surgery on this subject, meaning we want to understand where it comes from, why it's difficult, how we can accomplish it, and most important of all, how you and I can integrate Akar Satov into our marriage. So Rabbi Goldman, I want to start with the following question, maybe you can help me over here. Questions like this. Question is, why is it, why is it that sometimes it's just so difficult? Like, it's so difficult. I tell a lot of times, I tell my clients to say to them, you know what, just recognize the good. Just say thank you. I appreciate it. It meant a lot to me. 
But sometimes it's really difficult. Why is it so difficult for us sometimes to plug into the world of a Karsatov? What's so hard about it? Okay, so I'll mention this. Right from the beginning of creation, this is where the issue started. When Hashem created the world, His purpose was to be made to us, to give us good and then to give us schar for it. So in the Yetzirah, so what was the word of the Yetzirah? The Yetzirah's name is a Samach Mem Aleph Lamed. Samach Mem Aleph Lamed, Samach Mem from the word Suma, to blind you from seeing the good. Hashem tells Adam Arishon by the Yetzirah, you can eat from the entire Gan. I want you to enjoy, enjoy life. One place, don't eat from. And then side note, that one, one tree will actually kill you if you do. And right. what is the Nakash tell Chava? The Nakash tells Chava, no, maybe Hashem said you can't eat from anything. Trying to create a picture that Hashem was so made of, tuned into so good, right. is no, he wants bad for us. That is the picture he's always going to be selling. And we'll see further, we'll compound it with a few different questions. Because the Gemara says in Chulin, Haman in the Terminayan, where's the source of Haman in the Terra? Hamina eights from the eights of Das. Haman, you think he should be so happy. The guy's got crazy amount of money. He's almost everybody in the kingdom bowing down to him. He's second in command to the king. He has to be living large. He can do whatever he wants with whoever he wants. And what does he say? He sees Mordecai bowing, not bowing down to him. What does he say? All worth nothing. All the good he's got. Nothing. Zero. That's what that's what he has to well, that's what he has to say. We have another question. Chazal says, Yesh mana wrote some If you have 100, you want 200. But there's another Chazal that says a person will die without reaching half his tithes. Do the math. 100 is half of 200. So what's going on over here? One more point. It says about the man. They're complaining about the man. When we were in Egypt, those were the days. We had fish and we had meat. You got the man. The man will taste like whatever you want it to taste like. You want it to taste like meat from Egypt? It will taste like meat from Egypt. You want it to taste like fish from Egypt? It will taste like that. What is your problem? This is the verse. Hill Ravel brings based off the base of Levi to explain this. It's made like this. There was a guy who went to eat a corned beef sandwich for 10 years. He told me it was amazing. It was unbelievable. He goes back to that place 10 years later. He said it was good, but it's nothing what he made it out to be. The Yetzirah makes everything a million times better than it is. And you, and you think, when I get a hundred, that will be amazing. And then you get the hundred, you're like, this didn't even help me at all. It's the next hundred that will be everything. When you have a hundred, you don't have half a two hundred, you have nothing. That was zero. The next thing was nothing. Hum, it's the word of the Yetzirah is whatever you're missing, that's what I want. Hummam and Eternity 9, Hummam and You can even the entire Eternity You can even entire God, you can have a, not, that's the one I need. And if Hashem would have said, don't eat dirt, you'd be like, oh, I need the dirt. <laughs> Whatever you can't have, right. that's what you want. That's the verdict of the Yetzar. Whatever you don't have, that's what you want. That's what he puts in. So you'll never be happy like this. How many people you have over there? I'll offer you any fantasy you want in the world. Any fantasy you want in the world. But I want for one eye, for one leg. How many people are in? Nobody's going to be in. So what are you saying? You're saying your eyes, your, your mat, you're saying your eyes, your feet, everything is worth much more than that. But we could spend our whole life, what are we doing? What are we missing? But did we think today, thank God I can see. Thank God I could walk. Thank God I got talk. Says Ezu Asher, happy Ezu Asher, Sameach Bechelko. What's your Chelek? Sameach Bechelko. Asher is Russian heavy. It's Enayim, Shinayim, Yadayim, Reglayim. Oh, Shinayim, Enayim. Let's go there. I like that. Enayim, Enayim, Shinayim, Enayim, 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 Did you ever right. think, like, thank God I could walk? I could talk. I, what's going on? I, I can feel. Even the way Ratsumari makes the bracha in the morning of Matira Surim, he opens one finger at a time. I can move this finger, this finger, this finger. Did we ever think at all about he any of this? He actually does that? He actually does that? That's 
that's what I. You know, he, he actually goes through his fingers. <laughs> that, that's wow, that is that is not normal. Across that, the toe. That's what I mean. Wow, there's wow. so much, there's so much bracha out there, and the yetzer har is whole word is focus. What you're missing, what you what you don't have. That's the word hamamina termini hamina eight. You olot whatever I can't have. That's the one I need. And yesh mana wrote to say mana is haman, and haman is haman. The same word is haman. It's all the same concept. Whatever all the way. You, the word. Let's say that the, the word, word mana is the same letters as haman, and haman is the same letters as haman. Oh, and this is this is and there's a gemara. You mean that says that somebody who has a mana. A mana, a hundred, correct. A hundred will always want another hundred. So exactly. we have this like this thing, which is drive, I'm not happy, I, I, I need something else. Hey, that's I need a, something that's else. That's exactly right. Whatever, uh-huh. that's what we're focused on. You could look at a board, the entire board is completely white, one black dot. You say, what do you see? I see a black dot. This is our gator to just focus on any negative thing. That, that's can, actually very interesting. If, if you give someone, right, that's actually, I like that. In other words, you show someone a big, a big whiteboard, and there's a, you're saying there's a dot in the, on the whiteboard, and you say to the person, what are you, what are you seeing on that whiteboard? And the person will tell you, I see a dot. But really, it's all white. But all they're focusing is on the dot. Yeah, interesting. That's that's hundred yeah. percent correct. You can have between spouses, so you can hear sometimes one spouse will say, I- "I'm doing everything in this house. I'm doing everything." And the other person's like, "Hey, well, what do you mean? I'm doing everything?" Because what's happening over here? There's so many things that both are doing. If you would just look, instead of looking what you're missing, you look like what is what is he doing? Everyone's doing it. One one person is cooking. One person is making money. One person's dealing with the kids. Everyone is doing things. If we just start focusing on how much each one is doing, there's so much they're doing. There's so much to see. But the the problem is we don't do that. And, and nature is just focused. What's missing? The spot that's missing. This is our. This is our issue. This is really our problem. That we. Wait, wait, so that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying this, this is. This. I, I'm going to stop you for a second. This. This is like. And, and people who are listening to this. Okay. Did you ever hear this? Nachas v'shalom from your husbands or your wives. Maybe in other houses. But that's very interesting. In other words, you know, when the, when the spouse stops and says, "I'm doing everything in this house." Like, I, I, what are you doing? Like. And and you think, well, what are you doing? You wouldn't be able to be here if you're, let's say, you're, let's say you're talking to your wife, right? And like, I'm, I'm doing everything. I'm working. I'm this and that. Well, your wife just basically not only had one shift, possibly two shifts, and woke up and took care of the children, and woke up at night for the baby, and prepared the, the breakfast and the snacks, and didn't stop. Because the truth is, this is actually interesting. You know, ladies today, in in especially here, I mean, no, you know, now you're in your shalim, it's a different world over there. But in America, and shalim also, it's just, we're so busy here. We're so busy from the morning to the night. It just, it's like a roll. It's like a literally. It, it, it's like you know those things. What do you call those things running on the? What's that? What's that expression? There's a hamster on the hamster wheel. on the wheels. That's literally what goes on here in America. I, I know you know. Well, you come here for visits, but I'm telling you, and people I work with, and those who are listening to this show, you know, going well. We do not. Now's the summer, by the way. Now's the summer, but we do not stop. We do not stop. So, like for example, right now. Even, you know, you're talking about, okay, so there are women who work and women who stay at home. The women who are staying home, they're as, as busy, as busy. Probably women who are listening to me right now are cooking for Shabbos, getting ready, and, and it's tubav, and it's, and it's whatever. It's, whoa, that's actually interesting. I want to ask you also soon. I want to say, speak to you because we just went from Tishabav to Tubav, which is like a transition. And like, I'm wondering if there's like a connection between like that, the Tishabav to Tubav connection. Is this something that, you know, maybe we could tie it into across stuff? Again, I'm just asking. I don't know if it's a, there's some, some well, sort of connection, we but cer- whatever. We can certainly say one, a couple of things right off the top. Right. The source of Tishabav itself right. was when the Miraglim come back with the fruit. The fruit, the bracha of Eretz Yisrael, and that's what's your source not to come in. That's exactly what's happening. So you get so much bracha there, and instead of seeing the good, you're seeing the, also, you're there seeing you have the like negative. the ultimate 
ultimate, the ultimate denial of good. Was, they're coming with these tremendous pieces of fruit. And for those of you who don't know, because we have all sorts of listeners here in the audience, so it might be, it might be secular Jews, others, we had a situation where uh, the Meraglim, the spies, they, they, told Mo, they told Moshe Rabbeinu, he said to Moshe, you know, we want to go out before we come to Eretz we want to spy it out, we want to see what it's all about. So they come in there and, and they're, seeing the, they're seeing these illustrious, big, big, tempting, delicious fruit. We're not talking about a small little orange or some grapes. We're talking about these tremendous fruits and figs and the, the seven types of fruits of Eretz Yisrael, dates, figs, etc., pomegranates, and they're coming back with it, and instead of coming back and saying, wow, look at Eretz Yisrael, isn't this the most amazing country? Aren't you excited to go to Eretz Yisrael? So go ahead, I'm sorry, yeah. They're coming back, they're bringing the fruit, right. and it's like, oh my God, look, look, how big the, look how big the giants are, look how scary it is. That's the broccoli you're carrying, and you're right. taking the klala out of right, it. Right, right, exactly, 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 exactly. So, so, so that's very interesting, that's very interesting. You, so, you yeah, have that yeah. many, many times in marriage. Yeah. You know, one person will make a whole wonderful meal, exactly as you said. You can make a whole wonderful meal and instead of focusing on wow look at this look she took the time to prepare it and she put it on the table and she she cooked it and the chicken is great and the rice is great it's like the string baits you know like right, yeah. so much broccoli there look how much everything put it but you find the one negative negative thing that's a disaster area and it's so human nature though I mean like, this, this is so like part and parcel of human psychology I mean everybody everybody in the world it's the sach that who created us we're, and we don't do this on purpose. And this is a biggie, by the way, because a lot of you are listening to this might be thinking, okay, actually, maybe a, a little few of you are listening to this and you might relate to this. Yeah, I don't, I don't get much appreciation. I, I'll tell you one thing. This is really part and parcel of human psychology. This is not something that we have like a bechira in the morning and well, I am not going to appreciate anything my wife did this morning. Oh, I'm not going to appreciate anything my wife, my husband did this morning. It's just all we have, like, the, like Goldman was saying, we just, we just, we, we, it's hard for us sometimes, hard for us to focus on the good. And even the thank yous are like, they're like, they're like a half of, oh yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. As, as opposed to like the real appreciation, you know how much, you know how much work your wife put into the dinner? You know how much work your husband has been working all day, you know, davening, coming to his boss who's screaming at him, maybe getting parking tickets, dealing with all the bills. And just, just appreciation, it, it'll make a tremendous, we know this, but to make a tremendous, but now, now to understand this, this is really the, so you're saying this, you're saying this, this was Tishabov, where they came back with all this, and they're just denying the good, and they're flipping it, and they're saying, no, this is, yeah, go ahead, I'm sorry. That, yeah, that's exactly that. And what actually is, Tubov is a turn point from Tishabov, where it's a negative turning into the positive. Right. And one thing that I was speaking to one of my friends, right. Rav Chaim, Chaim Fendrich, yesterday, right. and this is a point he focused on. He said, this yeah. is what Judaism is all about. Besides the fact that the name for a Jew is Yehuda, which is where from the word Hoida to thank and appreciate. Oh, that's interesting. That's Yehuda, exactly right, what right. we're here. That's what right. we're here to do, to appreciate right. Right. all the blessings that are here. That's 100 that we're, what we're right. here for said on Tubov one of the one of the great things of Tubov was the Romans came they killed out they killed out the Jews and they wanted to add insult to injury so they left the bodies out to try to really stick it in their face and then a miracle happened and the bodies didn't decay so instead of the Jews becoming despondent of seeing all the, the, all the yeah, dead bodies right, out right, right. what did they see they saw they saw is that Hashem was with them God was with them and he says and they said, and they said, wow. And that was becoming a point of inspiration. And then the mm -hmm. Romans felt it wasn't worth it to keep them 
just lying there anymore, and the Romans allowed them to be buried. So here you have an unbelievable situation, exactly the reverse situation. Here we would say, this is a terrible situation. All the, all the bodies are dead. We could focus on the negatives. So like, this is terrible. These are all killed. Instead, what did they do? Instead of focusing on the negative, they focus on, look, we saw Hashem was with us. They didn't decay. Now, thank God, they got it. What's called? They got a burial. And what is a burial? A burial is a place. It's like planting a seed. A seed you put in the ground, and just like a seed will come back as a big tree, so too this will come back one day. Wow. In, in resurrection of the dead. Instead of looking at the negative, which actually brought the whole tissue, they're going to look at the positive, and that's always the issue. What is the whole tissue of anyway? The whole tissue of any? Because we're always in tension. Why are we always in tension? Because we're looking at everybody negatively. If we be looking at people positively, you'll never be in tension to begin with. The whole tension is because I have a negative stamped viewpoint. We'll start focusing on the good instead of focusing on the bad, and then things are going to turn so around. So that means, that means, in essence, what you're saying here, that Tupov is like the crux of Akarasatov. I mean, this piece in, of for it, sure, this for piece sure of in it, this, for sure in right? this point, and exactly what it is, it's all the perception that the word besimcha, being happy, are the same letters as the word machshava, thought. It's all up to your perception. Simcha, you, oh, simcha and machshava, besimcha. The word besimcha are the same letters as machshava, thought. It's up to your perception of the view of the situation, whether you're going to be happy or sad, and that's up to you. Okay, that this this, ladies and gentlemen, is like pivotal, pivotal, pivotal in your marriage, where where we oh, that we actually have do have real bechira. This we have real bechira. I mean, we we do have our our free will. Meaning, to to, to you know take the story that just happened, and and to folk and to say either it was good or it was not good. Here's a classical case. You're calling your husband over and over again. He's not picking up the phone. Or you're calling your wife. He's not picking up the phone. Why don't you pick up the phone? I told you when I call three times, four times, whatever. And there we have that choice. We could like, you know, that's perception where we could think to ourselves, you're such a horrible person. I can't believe it. You know what it is? I'll tell you the truth. I know what it is. You don't care about me. I'm not number one on your list. I'm number two, three, maybe five, ten, if I'm lucky. But you are not, I know why you're not picking up the phone. You're not picking up the phone because you don't care. You think that I don't know. I know. But we have that choice. See, there we have that. He's talking about besimcha machshava. Because we could just take our thoughts and just switch it and say, no, 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 it's actually not. It's actually, actually, my wife who is so devoted to my family and my kids, if she's not picking up the phone, then it's probably she's doing something that's really important. That's probably what it is because I appreciate, it's all connected to the preach, because I appreciate, because, see, this is another thing. The Don Lekav, because I think this is very much connected, tell me, right? The, here you have two, two issues, right? I could tell you in marriage are, 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 you know, these are trigger issues. The what? You have the Karsatov piece, the appreciation, and then you have the Don Lekav Schus piece. So now, it's easy for me to say to my audience, well, you know, be down your wife is probably talking to the doctor on the phone with the kid. Well, thank you very much, Rabbi. I, I, I know my wife. Thank you very much. I know what she's up to. No, 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 no. You don't know your wife because you haven't focused on all the appreciation of everything that she does. Once you focus on all the wonderful things that she does, that'll allow you to be down to, to be to think about her, oh, you know, actually, whatever. My wife? My wife? For sure she's doing that. Or my husband, right? We could two-way street over here in J-Root. Right? My husband? He's the most amazing, amazing husband. He works so hard for the family. The fact that he's not picking up the phone, it must be something really, really important. See, that, that interconnection, I'm thinking, oh, yes. Yeah, this is 100% yeah, correct, yeah. exactly what you're saying. Yeah. And exactly that is why in Parsha's Kedoshim, yeah. right before the Psukim, Lo Selech Rachel Balmecha, don't speak Lush and Hara, don't hate your brother in your heart. Right. What are the words that are there? But Tzedek Tishbut Amisecha. You should be down like Because 
Because if you are Don Lakavskos, if you do view them in the positive light, you're not going to come to speak bad about them. You're not going to come to hate them in the heart. As long as you view it in the positive right, light, and that's exactly what the Psukim report right there. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Uh-huh. That's Parshish pa- Parshish Kedoshim. Parshish Kedoshim. Parshish Kedoshim. Wow. 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 Okay, so let's just get back to the Tisha B'Av uh, to above transition. So we're going from Tisha B'Av, which is, now Tisha B'Av is like a disconnection of some sorts. No, what, what, tell me more about, like, this is for the audience to understand, because I mean, we're speaking about this, so what Tisha B'Av really was, and the whole separation, why not? Go ahead, yeah. Okay, I, I would just mention this, we're talking about Tisha B'Av. Tisha B'Av was, at, Tisha B'Av represents the destruction of our house, our base of Migdash. Every right. relationship you have in this world mirrors the one you have with Hashem. Hashem is the husband, we are the wife. The base of Migdash was a place that we lived together. If we ever didn't Nevera. What would you have? You would have them. You would bring a carbon on the mezbeach, and then you'd be reconciled, and you and Hashem would be one again. That, is, that's but, the reconnect. I think that's the reconnection. That would be the a reconnection if there was okay. if there was a problem. Uh-huh. But that's okay. what a carbon really is. Yeah, in essence, it's, a, that it's reconnecting the relation between us and a kaddish sure. That I, uh-huh. I would look at. I should be this guy. I made this mistake. I put it over there. We clear things oh, out. Okay, Even the yeah, word carbon right. from the word karov to come close. It is by no coincidence yeah. that Masech, that in the end of Masechta's Gittin that talks about divorce says that the Mizbeach, exactly that place, which was the bond between us and Hashem to reconcile, cries out for people who are divorced. Oh, wow, Exactly wow. for okay. that... Ex- Right, yeah, exactly yeah. for that reason. Right, and the, you know that the whole discussion of the destruction of the temple takes place in Masechta's Gittin, the Masechta of divorce. Well, I gotta stop you there. That's what I'm saying. This is this is fascinating. This I, I never thought about this. <laughs> I'm sure the audience, a lot of the audience, didn't think about this either. Because you know, some of the only the only thing, some of the only things that we're allowed to learn on Tisha B'av, a certain Masechta's have That's to do it, that. Exactly, and one right. of them is Gittin. And how how many of us have actually thought that? Hey, you know what we're learning now on Tisha B'av? We're learning Masechus Gittin, which is the which is the yeah separation, no, right? That, exactly. That's exactly why the whole right. story of Kamsin by Kamsin takes place. Not only that, the month of the destruction was Av, and the day was nine. Av is the numerical value of the letter Gimel, and nine is the numerical value of the letter Tess. Gimel Tess spelled the word Get, divorce. Wow. This was a day of the break wow. between us and Hashem. Of course, wow. we'll turn things around. This, that actually is the day that when we come back on that day, we remember this was the break between us and Hashem. We sit on the floor and we cry. And yeah. we say, I am, it's terrible that we have this break. I want to turn this situation around. And from the fact that we show we care, we will turn it around. Hence the word for cry in Hebrew is bechi, which is the same numerical value as the word lave heart. It shows that I really care. Oh, wow. And right. that's going to turn around this. That's going to turn around this whole situation. I'll just mention, like I mentioned, we met, just mentioned that Av, and Tet, Av and Nine is Gimel and Tess, which is Get. The Vilna Gon points out that the letters Gimel and Tess are never put next to each other in the Torah. You'll never find any word that they're put next to each other. Even the word Get itself is not a Torah word, it's a Gemara. the whole word. Torah, you will never yeah, find, you will find those two the letters Gimel and next Tess to each other. together. And even this word Get is, is a Gemara word, not a Torah word. He's explaining it's a concept that two things can't go together. Right. But I wanted to know yeah. where actually was it the first time you're going to see a Gimel with a Tess to follow? It's obviously not the next letter. It you might mean be not a, connected, but just the First time but you have the gimel and then with a test with a, gimel, with a test to follow, but it's right. obviously not going to be the next letter. Maybe it's going to be a few letters over. Right. At the beginning, when it talks about the sun and the moon, the sun is called the Maor Hagadol. There's right. a gimel in that word, and the okay. moon is called the Maor Hakatan. There's a test in that word. So there's the first time we have a gimel to a test. We have it in the word gadol. We have a gimel in the word katan. We have a test. The word gadol, which means which means great, great, right? It really, it's great, not big, great. 
And the word katan, right. which is small. Right. The, the by us, the gedalim, the big, the big. Why are they called gedalim? The giants, the Torah giants. Torah and the giants, reason right. why they're called gedalim is yeah. because they are bigger than themselves. They see outside of themselves. They're seeing the entire nation. A katan, a katan, a kid, a baby. It's three o'clock in the morning. The mother has a hundred and three fever. He's hungry. He couldn't care less about anything. He only sees himself. That's why he's a small-minded. You don't see outside of the picture. When a marriage is going well, and this is common in the early stages uh-huh. and maybe certainly in the in the dating stages or engagement, right, sure, in this right. stage it's very common. The husband's always saying, what can I do for the wife? And the wife's always saying, what can I do for the That's a matzah of godless. I'm thinking about you. You're thinking about me. That's where the magic is happening. Where does the roof fall off? When it starts, he's like, what does she do for me? She's like, hey, he's not caring about me. When they hit the matzah of, of cottonous smallness, when you you start, stop focusing on the other and stop focusing on yourself, that's where the problem happens. When you go from gadol to katan, you go from gimel to test, that's get. That's divorce. That's break. When you start oh, wow. going from your own bigness until, oh, everything is all about me, that's where the, prob- that's where the problem begins. So, and, you're sa- and what you're saying, in essence, that this is alluded to in the beginning of Bereshit, because the first time we see the gimel is by gadol, the first time we see the test is by katan. So... And that's when the marriage goes downhill, or sometimes unfortunately might start downhill, when, when the focus is on me as opposed to you. And, and that's, in other words, it's going from Godal, from Godal, that's the expectations. You know, we spoke about the other week we were speaking about, um, you know, the celebration of marriage. Everybody's so excited. Now it's wedding season again, right? Tisha B'Av is over. People are getting married. You go to these classes. People are so happy. They're celebrating. Like, what's, what's the celebration? Like, really, what's the celebration? We spoke about the celebration is not, is not what happened, really. It's the potential of what's going to happen. It's getting accepting to... Getting, ex- you know, some, some people who have older boys might relate to this. It's getting accepted to brisk. You know, it's, get, it's getting accepted to, to this illustrious yeshiva where I'm in it. Okay, you, you're not in yeshiva yet. But the fact that I got into it, so the wedding is about getting accepted. The potential of really becoming what you're saying right now, being coming a gadol, seeing outside of yourself because... When you're a bacher in yeshiva, there's only so much you can see outside of yourself. You know, you could have your room, it could be messy, there could be things all over the floor. You know, you and your friend are going to joke around. You might tease each other a little bit. Same thing for the women. Now, all of a sudden, we have, we have, we have to accommodate our spouse's needs. Not my needs anymore, but my spouse's needs. And what you're saying here, which I think is tremendous, is you're saying that that the opposite, in other words, when we're not doing that, when we're thinking about ourselves, which, by the way, I have to say, just working with couples, that, that is like the crux. One of the biggest crux of a lot, if not most of the machlokas, is thinking about ourselves, as opposed to thinking about the other person. So when that happens, really what's happening is we're going from being a gadol, which is thinking, thinking about others, to being a katan, thinking about ourselves, and there you have the gimel from the gadol and the test, which is the first time, and that, there you have that toxic word, which is get, which that word 
It's never found, you're saying, in the Torah, the Vilna Gaon says, wow, fascinating, fascinating. Okay, I would, I would just take it a step further. That, of course, yeah. is Tishabov. What right. is Tubov? And this is the Tubov, which is tonight. Tubov, right. which yeah. is tonight, we're talking about yes. is marriage. It's unity. It was the different tribes had issues with each other, but they uh-huh. came back and reconciled. This was a time that even different tribes would marry each other. And the concept of unity, the big point to realize is when Hashem created the world, He thought to make two, two separate entities, male and female, and He created one. Why would he do that? <laughs> why did he do that? Right. The reason why he did that was because a person, him and his wife, really are one. He wants you to love your wife as yourself. She's part of you. If you understand she's part of you, just like if your your hand, something happens to your hand, you say, who cares about my hand? I can't my, like my hand just run my day. Was it part of you? <laughs> right, right, what right. are you talking about? Right. I really see what's cool. She's part of you. Love her like yourself. She is part of you. If you're able to think in those terms, then things will turn around. It's, that's the concept of unity. I'm one. This is part of me. If she's not okay, then I'm not okay. This is a concept we always have to know. Is a, a funny story, but where someone told Rutwerski, he said, "I don't fight with my wife anymore." Says, so "Good to know." What happened? Right. So he said like this. He said, "I always used to fight with my wife because I always needed to win. But then I realized if I always win, my wife always loses. And if my wife always loses, that means I'm married to a loser. I can't be married to a loser." <laughs> right. But the point is, in the game of marriage, there is no winners and losers. If you're able to work things out and be at peace, you're both winners. If you're not, you're both losers. That's the point. Do you want to be a winner? Care about the other person. Focus on the other person. As long as the focus is there, everything will be different. As long as you're able to focus, you should even know the paraduma, the red cow. What's the situation? A guy, some person touches a dead body, and then after he touches a dead body, you need to go over and someone needs to sprinkle some ashes on him like how random is that right, well, you should right. know we've got two parts of ourselves we've got a body and we've got a soul right. the body is the taker part of us uh-huh. the soul is the giver part of us right. and what ends up happening and they fuse together in one human but when we die the dead body is just the taker side of us and the, and the neshama the giver side of us moves on forever you touched the dead body you right. came in contact with a taker you've been affected by a taker so what do you need to do? These people who work with the paraduma, they become tame. They become impure to make you tahar. That's the ultimate giver, the ultimate altruistic giver. You've been affected by a taker. You know you need to do now. You need to be affected by a giver, an altruistic giver. That will take you out of there. Fascinating. As long as the focus is on the other person, what do you need? How can I help you? Then, then everything is going to be good. That's how the focus has to be. I double and triple that. That that that. And that that is the essence. That is, and that's that's real life. That's not just you know. It, this is this is this is why I say you know many times, you know. And and of course, don't get me wrong. There's there's you know, there's definitely chachma There's no question about it. But the Torah has it all. This is and if you're listening to this, you you, you This is all in the Torah. I, I never knew this. That para duma is is all about t- the touching of that body. What exactly happened? It's that being exposed to to the taker, and that's that, that's. And that's toxic. It's toxic in any relationship, and uh, between us and the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And as Rabbi Goldman said, for those of you, by the way, who are just joining us here, just to recap, that today we have a really, a really special guest from Eretz Yisrael, Rabbi Effie Goldman, who's a, a procedures magad here in the Beit in Yerushalayim, who Baruch Hashem was able to schlep him here to the Jerud Studios to glean from some of some of the unbelievable Torah that he, that I, he always shares with me. 
and uh, I wanted him to share it with the audience. And what we're talking about now is is the taking versus the giving, and how important that is. And we were talking about the word get and how get is not found. And now what Rabbi Goldman was saying, for those of you just joining us, is that is that what is that we see this in the Paraduma that what that the Paraduma you were ex- the, the exposure. What's the whole issue? A tame, the, like you know, touch a dead body. Like oh boy, touch a dead body. And you make such a big deal out of it in the Torah, of course, because what a dead body is, it really represents a taker. That you know, it said the body versus the soul. The body is the taker. And the neshama is the giver. He, like he was saying, you're only left with the neshama. And, and, and the guf is the taker. And when you have just the guf, the reason it's tameh, I think what you're saying, the tumah shaboy, the, 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 you know, it's hard to understand what tameh is. What is tameh? Oh, it's like, oh, I can't touch it. It's tameh. What's tameh? Tameh is this aspect. All you have here is a taker now. There's no giver. Fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, Go ahead. That, yeah. That, that's what we're saying. And I just want to mention that yeah. it's, it's so so important, this focus. Right. Well, tangent for a second just to explain a point. There is a question, who is greater in prophecy? Was it Moshe or was it Bilam? Because the Pasuk says about Moshe, there will never be another prophet by the Jews like Moshe. But by the non-Jews, they had it where they had Bilam. They had Bilam, right. So who is bigger? Right. And the answer to that is yeah. the difference between the rooster and the bat the rooster what, and the bat. The okay, the yeah, bat. yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. What exactly is the difference between the rooster and the bat? The rooster and the bat both know exactly when it's day and exactly when it's night. But the rooster is in full operation at the time of day, and the bat is in full operation at the time of night. Motion knew every way to bring chesed, to bring kindness, to save the Jews. He would pull out a Yud Gimel Midas over here. He would say, if not, erase me from your book over here. What will the nations of the world say? Everything to be able to save people, to care about people. That's every single thing that Moshe did was right. exactly what was exactly that I did. Even he himself, as we mentioned before, we were talking about the red cow before, uh-huh. we, and that's in the same Torah portion as Moshe hitting the rock. And why did Moshe hit the rock? Moshe hit the rock. There was a there was an issue that there was an issue over there that if if Moshe would talk to the rock, that Moshe would talk to the rock says Moshe talks to the rock. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. rock does what does the will of God. Yes, Moshe yes. talks to the Jews, so uh-huh. for sure they're gonna do. They're for sure gonna do the will of God. This is exactly what he was afraid of. Right. If I talk to the Rock and the Rock does the will of God, and I talk to the Jews and they don't, then they're gonna be in trouble. They're gonna be in trouble. I don't want that. I'll without get hit the Rock. I'll take a punishment on myself, oh, wow. not to let there be not to let there be trouble for the Jewish nation. This was exactly Moshe. I'm ready to mess myself up in order to purify with the other one, in order to care about the other one. That's why he was the leader. That's what we're talking about being a gadol. That's what we're talking about caring about that's everybody like, that's else. That's like not normal that giving. Was, that it was exactly right, right. and. That was exactly right. And I mean, if we really want to get wild and Kabbalistic, we want to do that is not only that, so it comes out, but he was punished. What was his punishment? Right, he, was punished. he couldn't go into Israel. Israel. That was this Torah right. portion. He could not go into Israel. Right. But it's an interesting thing to know. There was there's a verse that says, Hashem says, truma, take from me truma. Right. So someone said, if Hashem said, take from me truma, it must mean Hashem is a Kohen. So Tesis in Sanhedrin asks, if Hashem is a Kohen, how can he bury Moshe Rabbeinu? So Tesis asks, because the Jews are the this children is, this, of Hashem. Okay, this is where? This is where? This is Medrash? This is Tesis in Sanhedrin. Oh, so Tesis. Tesis in Sanhedrin. How can he even bury Moshe Rabbeinu? Because the right. Jews are considered to be the children of Hashem. But the but the Marsha and the Makubal Roshim Shem Me both ask, right. if Hashem's a Kohen, he must be a Kohen Gadol. Oh boy, and if okay. he's a Kohen Gadol, a Kohen Gadol cannot bury a son. 
Wow. So the Marsha answers Mesa Mitzvah. No one else knows where he's buried. The Makubal or Shimshin Meashtrapalia says no. Yeah. Mikubalim know that Hashem was only a Kohen Gadol in Eretz Yisrael and makes himself like a regular Kohen when he goes into Chutzaretz. So with that, he explains the Zayar that had he gone into Eretz Yisrael, he, he would not have been buried by Hashem. So it comes out something so unbelievable. Moshe said, I'll rather be Matame myself. I'll rather mess myself up to focus to help the other. Hashem right. as if to say was Matame himself to help the other. This is a, what's called, cool. this is the this is this is the concept that we're saying over here. The focus always has to be on focusing on the other. And that's greatness. That's greatness as long as we're focusing on the other. And so you're saying well, so this this is this is fascinating. So you're saying this is like you know, this is like we're unearthing some unbelievable tire here. We're saying that that the whole thing with Maish Rabbeinu hitting the rock as opposed to speaking the rock, you're, you're saying is that is that there was a whole kavana. He was scared that if he would speak to the rock, then it would be a taina on the Bnei Yisrael because the rock is if to say would listen, but the Bnei Yisrael are not listening. So he's willing to give himself up. In other words, give it. In other words, he knew about this. He knew this. It wasn't like whatever. This is like a whole. And and he was willing to give it, give himself up. In other words, he's not going to go into Eretz Yisrael, but for the end. And that's like the ultimate giving. You're tying into how a Kaddish Baruch sort of Kaviyachal did the same thing. We know it not because it's Kaviyachal. Kel Rachel Vachana, Kashbachu is the ultimate that, giver. That the even ultimate is giver. Creation of the universe. He wanted to give to us. So how did he create it? Well, put his Shechina in this garbage dump with all the Averis that we're doing over here. Why? Because this is the best way to give to us. He may mess himself up to do that. Right. And Kashbachu. For, for no, you know, for us, you know, from me, and we know this, but uh, we have all sorts of listeners here. In other words, that the Yiddish guys, we 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 know it's not just you know, it's a continuous Akash Baruch who's continuously not just allowing the world to be to, to Akash Baruch is 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 sort of it's like you know. Um, we say we say right? is constantly being mechadish, renewing the the world constantly. Those of you who actually study science, we actually see this in matter is really all a bunch of flying little protons and neutrons. All these things, this all energy that comes from Kadosh So the bottom line is that Kadosh is the ultimate giver. We see here that the greatest of the great. The, the reason they're great, and we could go through I'm sure you what Maishra Ben being and all the others and Imais and all the great people, the Gadalm of today as well, ultimate givers, and what we're saying is that this is necessary for a successful relationship, ladies and gentlemen, in your marriage. Because our marriages reflect this the connection we have between us and Kaddish Baruch Hu, when we are connected, truly connected to our spouse. It, and we're doing things that we don't want to do. We don't. I'm not interested. I'm really not interested. What do you mean you want me to come home on time? I, you don't tell, now you tell me it's not fair. It's really not fair. Now you wake up. You tell me I come to come down. You know I have all this whole schedule. Now you want me to come? No, that's exactly it. And when we do that, we're vater. And 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 again, what we're saying here is that this this kayak over here of appreciation allows us to, to do all the things that we need in our marriage. You know, the, I always talk about the, the PFN prevention, which is attention, appreciation, affection. You know, the husband to the wife, wife to the husband, the validation, the validation, also the appreciation, the respect that the Rama speaks about. So what are we talking about? We're talking about that this piece has to be there, meaning the Hakar Satoiv, the Hakar Satoiv is pivotal, pivotal, pivotal. Okay, so Rabbi Gomez, I want to ask you a question. question over here is, the question over here is, let's talk about accomplishing this. You know, accomplishing a car um, of appreciation, a, accomplishing a car satov. Do you have any? Uh, okay, so guys, let's, yeah, let's yeah. go. Let's we'll actually just tie it into the last point that we had mentioned. Okay, let's just finish the last point that. Could oh yeah, yeah, sure, go, go, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, could, yeah, se- yeah. It could segue yes, us. Yes, yes. It could segue us. What? 
Yes. It. Let's go. It could segue us. Let's go right in there. Right. So we said by motion knew how to bring all the good. His whole focus was how to bring good. Always thinking about the other. What right. did Bilam know? Bilam knew if you curse it exactly this money, you could destroy the whole universe. Right. You right. do this of area, you could destroy. Right. Moshe and Bilam both understood different sides right. of what's called of Hashem. Moshe knew how to bring down the Chesed, and Bilam knew how to bring down the judgment. Right. We have to know. What does it mean build a bias neman be Yisrael? Moshe is called a neman. What does it mean to be a trustworthy person? A trustworthy person means he has the keys to the vault. He can go in and take all the money out. But I know he doesn't do that. He's a person I can leave him with the keys and I know he won't take out all my money. Trust, every right. every spouse knows. Right. If a, every spouse knows the things you could say that could bring out negative. You don't want to be that billum to bring out the negative side in your spouse. And there are other things that you could say to bring out the positive side to your spouse. You're gonna say you did amazing. Thank you so much for the meal. I really appreciate it. You don't know how much you're doing. You're like if you're gonna be the other way. This is terrible. What do you think this is? You, did you call this food? You're killing it. You know yourself what things you could <laughs> exactly. say. Everyone knows the things you can say. You have that ability in yourself to bring out both. You have the ability in yourself to bring out both the good and what's going and the bad in your spouse. You want to be the one to bring out the good and not the and not the bad. Let me tell you this from the story of the of the pit and the weasel. The pit and the weasel. The pit and the weasel. Yes. What's called and Tainus Tainus brings it. I in the Arach. This is the basic. What's called. This is the basic story. A girl is in a pit. Yeah. And a guy is walking by. The guy says, well, the guy's like, you want me to take you out? He's like, yes. He said, okay, I'll do that on condition that when you get older, you'll marry me. And realizing yeah. it's probably better to marry this guy than die in the pit. Right. She says, okay, fine. But who are the witnesses going to be? The witnesses are going to be, and he says, the pit and the weasel. There was a weasel that was passing by the, in the they're pit. They're going to be the agent for this, this Ultimately, thing. Okay, yeah. she held true to these words, but he did not. And he married another person. And after he uh-huh. married another person, they had two kids, and calamity hit them both. They both one of their kids fell into a pit and died. Another one was killed by a weasel. Uh-huh. The, the wife said, what's going on here? And then he remembered the story. And she said, if that's the case, go and... Ma- go and marry this person, wow. divorce me, and so it was. Uh-huh. But the question was, how did the pit and the weasel keep the deal? A weasel can move a pit, can't even do anything. You see, if you can empower a pit and a weasel, you can empower anybody. To focus on the good, you cannot imagine the brother you could bring up. You mentioned what's cool to me that I mentioned that I was teaching in Nevei. The Mashkiach in Nevei always says over a story. There was a guy, there was a brother who came what's in. What's his name, Blumenfeld. Okay, yeah. There was, he was mentioned a story. There was a guy who came in over there and he made a see him on him. Sector. Right. His previous principal came that that guy, he couldn't make a scene and said, you couldn't do it. He said, yeah, you told him he couldn't do it. We told him he could, so he did. So many times he did that. Right. Someone, one of my cousins spoke at my Sheva brothers. He, he mentioned a story that there was a class reunion. And at the class reunion, there was a guy, Joe, and he turned out to be an average Joe. So he said to him, okay, hey, Joe, we thought you were going to be the greatest. Right. You thought you were going to be it. You thought you were going to be everything. And you were this average Joe. He's like, I didn't know that. If the way we would have told them, he would have done it. He didn't How know that. T- it's exactly. all about that knowledge. How many knowledge, times right. you don't know 
they do what's called, they did a study in like the Hawaiian islands right. in some like crazy place over there. In right. every study, it's always a third that succeed, a third that are in the middle, right. and a third that are falling <laughs> apart at the seams. Right, a vertical study. In, yeah. the, what's called, in the third, they always wanted to see what was the difference in the top third and the bottom third. In the top third that succeeded in the difficult climates, they always had one person behind them that was cheering them on, that was telling them they're great, that was pushing them on. That was the people seated. The people who didn't, they didn't have that person. When you're in a marriage, you can be that person. You can push. You can't imagine how much potential you could bring, how great you have inside yourself, that ability to make your spouse great. That is your ability. And you have the ability to also destroy them. And that's up to you. There's a wild story yeah. that there was a class. In this class, they got this class was getting the worst grades in the country. That was what was going on with a this. A class in a school. You're talking a about class a class in a school. In a, school. a class in a school. Right, right. They were getting the worst grades in the country. Right. Suddenly, one year, this class is getting the best grades in the country. They're like, what's going on over here? Right. They thought maybe the teacher was cheating. Maybe who knows what's going on. She, right. The teacher said, listen, I know these kids have learning disabilities and different struggles. I know that. But you, the principal, you gave me a sheet on the first day with right. their IQ numbers. And I see these IQ numbers are the highest IQs in the country. So I told these kids, you guys have the highest IQs in the country. Wow. I know you have a struggle. You can right. do it. Right. And they got the highest IQs in the country. Right. The principal's like, what are you talking about? I never gave you such a piece of paper said yeah and he looks at me he's like these are their locker numbers locker numbers locker numbers that's locker exactly numbers. right but the fact that right. she believed in them the fact that she was able to put what the fact she believed in them she brought that out we cannot imagine how much potential is in them and how much one good word or one bad word has to has to do there are classes you don't know i know somebody he raised his hand in class and the teacher's like i don't think you could get it he never raised his hand for the rest of the rest this, of the this, year this i have to stop because this this is this is this is and the mothers who are listening to this know exactly what we're talking about because you could take your child and it's make him or break him, and, and and this is this is very true for teachers. This is you know this is a show about shalom bayis and chinuch, but but this is true for your kid, for your children, and that is because we're we're doing and this we've talked about also the other day. We spoke about the fact that most of what we're saying to our children is really criticism, and we don't even realize it. And even when we think it's not criticism, it could be. It will be interpreted as criticism. He doesn't care about me. He doesn't care about me. Go to sleep. How come you, your, your room is a mess? Uh, I see left things on the breakfast table. Just complain after complain. Not that we're doing this intentionally, but we have to do that. You were telling me, right? We have to count the pot and the ratio. I don't know, you know, everybody's got different ratios, but the ratio is not good. It's not, it's not good. Meaning, I mean, again, I'm not, again, this is not like we wake up in the morning. We, we, who doesn't want the best for their children? But this is like, that focus on the good and the validation. Wow, you went to davening today. I'm so proud of you. Or wow, you dressed so sneezing today. I'm so proud of you to our children. These types of things. So we could, we could in, instead of, in this book, there's, a, you know, make me or break me. This really is it's a make me or break me thing. So what you're saying here, let me just chazar here, this is chazar here for the, for, the, for the crowd. And that is that, that we have no idea how much, how much, strength really we have how much empowerment that we can have towards our spouse if we're there for our spouse supporting our spouse up uh, and we're talking about cross 12 appreciating our spouse bringing that out and saying to our spouse saying to our spouse wow you know i really appreciate what you did now by the way for ladies who are listening to this the men they definitely need appreciation don't get me wrong it's very very important but it's also the validation meaning wow you're so smart how do you figure that out well i would never thought that. i would have never thought that myself 
wow, that's very good. That's that's really, really good. And when your husbands are going to be like, oh, please stop it. I don't care if they say stop it. Just do it. Continue doing it. They need it. Believe me. It's And many of them are being knocked at work. Many are being knocked. Even just driving, you can have this tension of driving. It's very, very important for your husbands. And, and this appreciation piece, this appreciation piece is, is, is pivotal in the marriage. And it's, what's funny is, what's funny also, Rabbi Golan has mentioned, as far as the interpretation of the appreciation. Now, there's appreciation, right? But I think also with the genders, it can actually be, actually be split. Meaning, meaning, and I see this many times when I'm working with couples, when a husband appreciates his wife, automatically she feels like, okay, wow, you appreciate me? Then you care about me. And I feel close to you and connected to you. When a husband gets appreciated, it's, it's the same thing also. And the conne- connection is important, but wow, you're validating me. Wow, I'm a something. Now I feel like I'm something. Thank you. Thank you very much. I feel like a something. So that's, that's, that's you know, how it plays out in the marriage. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, I just mentioned you were talking about chinuch for a second. Right. I'll give uh, my wife, Chava, a shout out over here for okay. that. And yes. this, she started a very good a very good trend that she tries right. on to write down on Friday. So we'll be able to do it at the Friday night table and what's going on Shabbos, uh, like five good things that the kids did over the week and to read it out at the table. That's how the kids, the kids get embarrassed with it. But so important, first wow. even for ourselves, that's Nice focus idea. on the kids and that what's go- and that the kids will hear it because but really it's it is it and the more we focus on the good of each other and you constantly and the point is you're working together as a team constantly like you be you be, you're both your own cheerleaders you're doing great you're doing great you'll be able to be so much greater as a team than that and since you don't realize a word a word at any time how what go how big it could be there was a guy there was someone invited someone to a chasana yeah. he invited someone to a chasana and he wrote and the guy came to chasana he's like I'm so glad you came. He's like, I didn't realize it was so important to you that I came. He said, because he used the whole chasa, because of me, I didn't even think it was so close. Right. He said, I was once so down. I was so down I was going to commit suicide. And you just said to me, hi, how you doing? Have a good day. And that got me through the entire day. Things started turning around. Now I'm marrying this great girl. And when you're talking about a karasatev, this guy will have to have a karasatev for the rest of his life. Wow. We don't realize. And we really realize a spouse, your, your spouse together, how much you built together, whether it's children together, every, what's called, everything together. There's always going to be struggle. There's always going to be different things, but if we could focus on the good, if we could focus on the milas, and you constantly, you could do amazing things together. That's always the key. The always the key. Find that good. That's the hakara satayv. You'll find that good, and then we'll, you guys will reflect each other, and then bez Hashem, everything will be. You know, I want to I want to talk about I want to talk this piece about appreciation, and now you know just as far as to to to, to the, the actual. Okay, I crossed the top, and, and hopefully at the end of this show, after this, I'm inspired listening to Rabbi Goldman. I'm like, wow, I didn't realize how powerful it is. But uh, but but as far as appreciation, and, and you know, a lot of us, a lot of us think, okay, thank you, I really appreciate it. That, that really it meant a lot for me. But I want to tell you, it really makes a difference if you jump into the world of appreciation. Not just thank you, oh, thank you, but especially if your husband or your wife does something that that was not easy for them. And I'll give you a, a very big one: being mavata. <laughs> Letting it go. That that's a, that's a, that's we know one of the biggest challenges in marriage is just being okay. I'm gonna let it go. I, I, it's very hard. I speak about this all the time. So let it go. I, this is really bothering me, but I'm just gonna let it go. I'm not gonna think about it now. I'll give myself an hour, right? I always talk about give myself some time, calm myself down, and I'll try to let it go again. When you're seeing that your spouse is doing that, you don't know. You don't know how important it is to give your spouse feedback and to say, "Wow, you know something? I noticed that this morning." Maybe I upset you a little bit, and I saw you got upset, but you just let it go, and that meant a lot to me. And that creates the cycle. That sort of creates the cycle. 
And uh, there's a word also you said, an, an ahava, right? There's a hava, and give me what you want me to say. I'm sorry. Uh, right. the, the word, as we know, the word ahava, the root yeah. of that word is have, give. Right. Giving, the more you give, that's what we know. A parent always loves a child more than a child, whether a child loves a parent. Why? Because a parent is constantly giving to the child. The more you give, the more you love. Even that's the end of the Gemara in, that's the end of the Gemara in the Tuba of Gemaras at the end of Tainus. The Gemara yes. over there it was that they would all, they would all go out to get married. Married, the young ladies would go out to get married, and they were the ones who were more more pretty. Would go out and say, "What's better than pretty?" The ones who had a better family. What's better than for family? So and each woman said, "Let me just say to my audience." So you say saying that 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 in, in Tubov was the time that they used to go out and they used to go dancing. I think it was dancing, whatever, exactly. whatever. And that's that's what they used to do shaduchim, right? So 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 the, the late, so so the young women who 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 they felt that they looked nice. They look, we look nice, exactly. And the young ladies who who said who said that that they have money. Look, we have money, so marry us. And then there and then there were go ahead. I'm sorry, oh, yeah. and, and family, people and family. Have good oh, I have good family, good mishpacha. Yeah, and then the yeah. people yeah. who really weren't either. Right. They said, you know, give us jewelry so we'll look, we'll look better. So right. from our taker thinking, what we'll be thinking, right. she's not pretty and she's not even bringing in any money. Of course I'm not going in this direction. Right. But the real truth is, yes. and this is the lesson to know, yes. if you'll give to a person, you'll come to love them. The more you give to a person, the more you love them. The more we focus on giving, the more we focus on caring, the more our bonds will be stronger. That's the way, our, that's the, way the relationships are. The more the bond is on the focusing on the other, then the then the more the, the bond and the will more be the bond is whatever that's, right yeah, that's yeah. a hava that's the word have have is to have, the word have it comes from the word have and when we're tie and when we tie it in with what we're talking about akrasatov meaning the, there's the giving and then the appreciation that sort of completes yeah, exa- the circuit exactly right it completes and, the circuit, yes. And one other thing to mention, that the yes. numerical value of a have is the word echod, that we're one. As really? As long as your really? focus is, wow. you guys are one, and you love what is that? each what is that other. Numerical you, what is that numerical value? What is that, echod? Thirteen. Oh, Ahava, Ahava and Echad. Wow. On. I'm one, and when you realize you're one, the, uh, that's a person, that's a part of me. I'm here, we're going to work, what's going on? We're going to work together as a team. When you got that focus, you go together, you could do great things together, and Be'ezus Hashem, you'll build a bias. I want, I want, I want a beautiful, thank you, Rabbi Goldman. I, I want to mention this thing, we're running out of time now, and we have to wrap up soon, but I, I heard this beautiful, beautiful vart. I actually heard this from my wife. I think it was last week. I don't remember what it was. From Rebbitz and Youngrice. Something like this. Give her a shout out. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I, I know shout outs. Yeah, yeah, I'm here every week. But you guys are shout outs. So what happens to you like this? But uh, in any case, it's like this. It says that, it says that you know, at the end of Shmon Esrei, right? We go, Shalom. We talk about Shalom. Sim Shalom. Shalom. Right? So in order to have Shalom. So what, what are the prerequisites to have Shalom? So let's look at the Shimon Esrei. What comes before Sim Shalom, before peace? Maidim, right? Maidim, which was we're giving praise to Kadosh Baruch Hu. We're thanking you, Hashem. Thank you for being in charge of us. Thank you for just being. Thank you for Kadosh Baruch Hu. In order to achieve the peace, you need to give thanks. That's the circuitry. You, 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 in, you give, you, your spouse appreciates, and then it keeps on going. Giving and appreciating, and the more you appreciate, the more I want to give. The more I give, the more I appreciate, and it goes on and on. Before I go, I just want to say, like this. First of all, thank you, Rabbi Goldman, for joining me. I really appreciate it. You know, schlepping you here into the studios, I really do appreciate it. Thank you for coming. That's number one I want to say. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you. The other thing I want to say, those of you, Rabbi Goldman is actually going to be around. He's actually going to be speaking, I believe, when is it? Monday night. Monday night in Ornava. Those of you who don't know, actually, uh, Rabbi Goldman's sister, you might know her sister, 
Jackie Bitone, right? That's, That's his exactly sister. Right. So he's going to be speaking at Ornava. This is back I, to back. With Jack. This is this is for right. For, this is for young ladies, I'm assuming. Yeah. And going to be talking. Do you know the topic yet? Or, or okay, whatever this is. But I can tell you one thing. As you heard today, you'll be blown away. You'll be blown away by the sheer. So those of you, you know, and and come over. You could say, I heard you in Jerut. That's why I'm here. You know, do that. But uh, definitely come over to him. And 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 we were zeichet to Rabbi Goldman today. Thank you for coming. And thank you for all your Tyra. We glean from all your Tyra. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate it. The audience appreciate it. Have ha, um, my audience. Thank you for joining me here today. And thank you for joining, joining us, Rabbi Goldman. And all I ask you is, let's finish the show and let's plug into the world of Akar Satov. Let's give a call to our husband. Let's give a call to our spouse. Let's text our spouse. I appreciate what you did this morning. I appreciate what you did this a- the afternoon. I appreciate everything you do. Just let's, let's just do it. Let's not talk about it. Let's do it. Let's appreciate it right now. And let's bring the Geula closer. Let's reconnect to Hashem through the Hakar Satov. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. This has been Rabbi Yitz Greenfield. Have an amazing, amazing week.